For Thursday, July 15, the 196th day of 2021, there are 169 days left in the year. Good morning, MB, guiding you through In the Know at K105. On Litchfield's Country Station, 1039 The Moose, live online at K105.com via the Apple and Android smartphone app. Using the SoundCloud or iTunes podcast on Facebook, watch on YouTube Live on Periscope, and the hashtag is In the Know. Coming up today, we'll update you on the latest news headlines from around the community the county, the Commonwealth, and the country. We're one day closer to the Twin Lakes National Fiddlers Championship. Gets underway this weekend. We'll tell you about that. Uh, There's a change of the guard with the Grayson County Boys Soccer today. We'll tell you about that. And we'll give you a chance to win with the water cooler question. That and a whole lot more coming up today here on In the Nose. Settling in to my left, rolling Mach 9 with her hair on fire. It's my beautiful wife. The beautiful girl. It's B. Good morning, sweetheart. Good morning. How you doing? I'm good. Well, the hair is something. I'm doing something a little bit different today. So. What, do you, what do you call that when you? What it, do you call it's this look? A flop. A flop. No. Plop. Well, it could be a flop, but plop. It's plop. Plop. Yeah. Okay. So you, you roll it up in a t-shirt the night before and let it dry. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I asked you last night when you had your hair rolled up in a t-shirt if you would make me some pancakes because you look like Aunt Jemima. Um, but you said you said no to the pancakes. You I said did. you don't even like pancakes. And so, I said. Well, I kind of like pancakes um, when there's nothing else to eat for breakfast. Today is give it away day. Now you've got one little piece out there that's all yeah, by itself. I, well, I'm trying, but it's hard. Yeah, we'll see. It looks yeah. it's so is unruly what you're going for. Well. I mean, I'm trying to make it work, mm-hmm. but I'm not sure yet. Okay. Today is National Give so- Give Something Away Day. And uh, <laughs> as a result of your processes this week, you're giving away about four garbage bags full of clothes. At least. At least four? Oh, at least. Mm. Yes. Well, the fifth bag is not full yet. Oh, but I see. So I still st- have a couple of shelves. You're still adding yeah. to the collection? Mm-hmm. That's okay. True. I got it. Yeah. Some somebody's gonna be on the receiving end of a bunch of good stuff there. He is the five time winner of the coveted Ohio Newshawk Award. He's the two time Silver Sound nominee covering every corner of the globe. London, Moscow, Paris, and even Shrewsbury. He's Sam Gormley. And the Sparks Morning, Sam. Morning, Ralph. How you doing? Good. How are you? We're doing doing well. This is one of those interesting weeks. Um, because of the NBA Finals, 
is delayed, you don't get that magical day at the All-Star break where there's no sports. Mm -hmm. But you got Tour de France, you got the Open Championship, you got Olympics opening ceremony a week from tomorrow, you got the NBA Finals, uh, then you got Major League Baseball starting the second half of their season. It's uh, and then uh, Cougar football seven on seven tonight. Well, not only that, but then also practice starts for a lot of fall sports today. It, mm-hmm. it is a it's hog heaven for the sports fan, is it not? It is. It is. Uh, I know you, you said the baseball season first t- or second half starts today. It doesn't really start until tomorrow. tomorrow. Yeah, right. I know that the Yankees play today, but you know we uh, we got to wait till tomorrow until real baseball can start. And. Do you call it the Open Championship or do you call it the British Open? It's the British Open. Yes, it is the British it's Open. It's the British Open. People try and say it's the Open. No, it's the it's the it's the British Open. So, uh, but it's underway today, and uh, I don't know why I didn't change the TV channel. I've got so many choices, but here we are watching news, same old news. Oh, we can get a commercial break and flip it over we to the Open. Probably can. Ninety degree temperatures will return today. We'll see a high in the lower 90s today, and tomorrow could see some heat indexes or heat indices, which are above 95, depending upon where you reside. Next week looks quiet overall, with perhaps a period of lower 80s for highs, with some clouds to enjoy before another surge of heat tries to push in for the last weekend of July. Partly cloudy, 91 today. Partly cloudy, 74 tonight. Scattered thunderstorms and 92 for tomorrow is the official forecasted high, but uh, expect a rain shower come uh, Saturday afternoon that you may have to that you may have to dodge. Uh, we are now twenty years into the United States involvement in Afghanistan, and over the last several months, by order of President Biden, he has ordered um, all U.S. troops to be out of Afghanistan, and they're in the closing days of. Of wrapping that up, so it's creating a lot of conversation on whether it's a good move, bad move, uh, what we can what we can expect as a result of our withdrawal of U.S. and NATO troops from Afghanistan. I was thinking, Sam, most of your life. No, yeah, no. The, I, I, the, one of my earliest memories is a very, very small one from nine eleven. Yeah. So, so I don't have. I mean, I have pretty much no memory from anything that would happen when there was. You know, not something going on in Afghanistan. Yeah, it's our longest war, mm-hmm. and it was started by someone else's intentions on September 11th. But as a result, we've been in Afghanistan, in the Middle East now, for 20 years. And, um, you know, you get talking heads, you get experts, um, including former President Bush, who who is fearful about what it means for the region, that some of the things we've gained in the last 20 years or some of the things we've tried to do uh, will will evaporate as a result, and as we have slowly withdrawn from Afghanistan, uh, Al Qaeda has taken root in those areas. That I mean, a vacuum is created. There's a power grab available, and someone is going to take over, and it appears to be uh, Al Qaeda. Now you'll get a lot of people, including U.S. Senator Rand Paul, says we've been there long enough. Let's come home. You get people on the other side of the equation that say, well. We, we've we been fighting al-Qaeda and the Taliban there so we don't have to fight them here. And so that's one of the things that we need to be on the lookout for is if we allow those organizations to become stronger in the Middle East, then do they launch attacks or plans on the homeland, on our soil? And so these will be all things that will need to be need to be measured. But we have known from the very beginning the Taliban 
and al-Qaeda and these terrorist organizations. They, they didn't necessarily know when this day would come, but they knew it eventually would. You know, all they had to do was just... If not now, when? They just had to wait us out. If it was not this year or this month, it would be next year or next month or whenever. And so the, they're going to be there forever. We're going to be there, well, apparently for 20 years. And once we go, then they're free to do whatever it is that they want as well. So I, I don't, um, I'm not sure what to make. You know, be, don't know if it's the right move. I, I hate having U.S. servicemen and women stationed in one location in a country that, you know, we don't own, that we don't control. But, you know, in a global economy and in a, in a, on a global scale, I'm not completely against the idea of annexation, of planting a flag somewhere. If we're going to be there for 20 years, just make it our own. You know, make it. I, I'd rather have the state oh, of Afghanistan than the state of would end well. the state of D.C. <laughs> I don't know if the U.N. would be okay with that. <laughs> That's okay. Uh, vaccines are being urged by state experts to fight Delta variants. UK healthcare experts are urging Kentuckians. To be vaccinated against COVID-19, especially those in countries uh, and counties where the current vaccination rates are low. I told you this yesterday. Gave you some scientific facts. And I had uh, a, a numbers factoid this morning that I heard on CBS. You can believe it or not. If You, you can believe it if you want. 90% of positivity, 90% of cases in the country are in areas that have substandard vaccination rates based upon the national average. So nine out of 10 COVID positivity cases are coming from areas that are lagging behind in, in vaccinations. So I, I knew it was a lot, but nine out of 10 is what they reported. But some of the Kentucky healthcare people are saying it's only a matter of time before the unvaccinated people in Kentucky start seeing the effects of Delta the way that they are in Arkansas and Missouri. I didn't know Arkansas and Missouri had a problem. Uh, if you're concerned about these types of things, you may look at Arkansas and Missouri and see what their current mileage is. There was a big blow up in Tennessee yesterday where you had some public health officials that had locked horns and the head of Tennessee yeah. Department of Health was either resigned or was fired. And um, I did agree with one thing that I heard in that story yesterday is this has just become so politicized that I I just kind of sit back and wonder if this had happened in another year, if it had not happened in an election year. Like in 2017? Yeah, just, I mean, name it. You, name the president, name the year, but in a year where we weren't, where half the country wasn't just do, out to do anything they could to rid themselves of a president they didn't like, if we could have taken this on at a different time, how would be how would we be reacting to it as Americans? I mean, the polio vaccine wasn't this politicized, was it? I don't I don't know. I wasn't alive during this time that time, so No, I it just seems we're the we're the victims of being very tribal in that I've got to be on one side or I've got to be on another and I, I watch this news network and I listen to this group and whatever they say and it paints my thinking and I'm unwilling to be open minded to anything else. And so, and that even finds its way into whether I should be vaccinated or not. And I think it's kind of one of those things with people that are, for example, critical of Governor Bashir. It's like, in some instances, we'll never know if what he did was the right thing. If he wouldn't have done anything, would we have been better? Would we have been worse? We'll never know the answer to that. Yep. Should he have done more? We don't know. Never know about the road not taken. No. I mean, you just get what you, you, just, get what you get. But nonetheless, here we are. And uh, we're seeing, you know, current um, 
increases in, in Delta variant and in, in uh, levels around the country. I think in all but maybe five states, there are significant increases in COVID over the last uh, three weeks. Uh, moving ahead to this weekend in um, here between the lakes, the Twin Lakes National Fiddlers Championship, if it's a 10th variety, it's a 10th offering, will be in Litchfield this weekend. And things get underway tomorrow. Got a loud stereo contest and got uh, customer appreciation for the Sicilian Bank, which is, you know, an anchor there on the on the square. The Bluegrass Opry is uh, in swing tomorrow. Fireworks tomorrow night. Uh, I saw the Bluegrass Opry's lineup. That's a heck of a – it's a long list. They got a lot of people playing. Of course, McDonald Road, very, very popular. Uh, Sassy Brown, Hickory Grove. Uh, Sassy Brown. I mean, don't you want to listen to Sassy Brown? That sounds like uh, great. By the way, if you listen to uh, James Coates' Bluegrass Express on 103.9 The Moose on Sunday mornings, uh, James Coates is uh, he's part of Sassy Brown. So oh, we'll even be, better then. We'll, we'll be performing. I love that name. Um, pancake Breakfast on Saturday morning. Uh, a little variation on the pancake breakfast is going to be carry out, so you you know, pay your fee and they give you a box of uh, of pancakes and I mean, extra pretty simple extra syrup, right? please. That's right, <laughs> it, it works. And then of course the national Twin Lakes National Fiddlers Championship gets underway at nine and runs uh, runs oh. until it's over. Yep. Yeah, I mean, it just depends upon the number of uh, contestants that they have. And and then we get Stefan Miller again, too, right? Yeah, you get Papa Bear and the Love Den that will kind of wrap things up. And, and you got Car Show. And Might need to rock my T-shirt. Sam Gormley will even oh. be there. I will. I will. <laughs> Hopefully the weather holds off. Will you be dancing a jig in the jig contest? No soon? one wants that. No one wants that. You sure? That. I do. <laughs> no one I wants that. I do want that. I can, want, I, can I put I some of that, my crew please. into that? Are you better at jig dancing or axe throwing? Well, it. Ooh. Oh. Uh, I can't dance, so probably I'd have to choose the axe throwing to show sure anything of that? my dance. I, I can't dance. <laughs> Sound like Phil Collins. <laughs> uh, Grayson County High School's Kenny Fukuhara has resigned as the head coach of the boys' soccer program as he has accepted a principal's position in Nelson County. Uh, in his five seasons, he amassed a 40, 48, and 8 record, won two district championships, uh, made some significant strides for the soccer program. Sam, you got a chance to talk to uh, Coach Fook, as yep. the kids call him, but you got a chance to uh, talk to Kenny yesterday, and yep. he was kind enough to reach out and tell you of his decision. Timing isn't great, I guess, for and, anyone as the season starts, but nonetheless, it's happening. And that's one of the things that he told me he hates it because he how much he cares about the kids and cares about the program and cares about this area. But as he told me, he said it's been his lifelong dream to become a principal, and he's got this opportunity. And when you have a chance to accept your lifelong dream, you can never fault anybody for doing that. Also, Important to remember that, by and large, the overwhelming majority of educators are educators first and then their coaches second. Uh, you know, you get the rare instances where people teach just in order that they can coach. But in this particular case, it was an educator who was needed to coach. And, and so you, uh, his, his interest and his talents are in the classroom and, I hope, in school leadership. So uh, congratulations to him. And I guess they'll figure out the soccer aspects at uh, yeah, for coaching. High. Uh, vacancies now at the high school. Christy Buckles has soccer coaching experience, oh by goodness. the way, as a matter of fact. I know no. she. Well, they I might need an interim. You you do. 
you I can't disagree. You, you do have. I do, but I quit at UH. You, you, you have, have more experience, experience than both of us. <laughs> you have more soccer coaching experience than I do, and well, you have you have way more than Sam and I even have combined. Yes. Well, if the kids love popsicles, I'm your girl. <laughs> but you know what? They'll uh, they'll go for it. I'm I'm certain those kids like popsicles without a without a doubt. The extent of your soccer uh, coaching, though, as I observed, was pretty much like herding cats. Absolutely, if you could just keep them out of the road. You know, keep them on the pitch and keep them between the goals. So, then you were that well, was luckily these are high schoolers, so you won't have to hurt well, cats. You can get to coaching. You know, and what think, formation are you going in? And I think high schoolers know which end of the field they're supposed to go to. Usually, so usually I had to herd my children to like the correct end of the field. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it. they loved me, but but that there was just is fun. no denying it is a fact <laughs> that you have more soccer coaching experience. <laughs> Than I or Sam combined. This is true. I, I did it. It for is, a few is true. Years. It's an undeniable fact. <laughs> Which is so sad. <laughs> just, call her, just call her Ted Lasso over there. That I don't is, even now, know what that means. Once you watch Ted okay. Lasso, you'll get that much more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Some would if make I'm a case. The only that, choice, like all these kids. Some would make an argument that Ted Lasso and Christy Buckles know about the same amount about soccer. <laughs> Are you ready for your pregame interview then? Oh, no. Oh, no. I can't. What are your thoughts in the game? That's usually a question. Mm-hmm. Well, how'd it go? We've got a great lineup of flavors for the postgame popsicle yes. uh, treat today. Well, and when I coached, we were not supposed to keep score. Listen, I'm a scorekeeper. Oh, yeah. And But you're not supposed to do that. So maybe I would like this better because you keep score. <laughs> May, there we can is, put cameras on the sidelines. There is you? a scoreboard without a doubt. Yep. Uh, an eyeglass lens producer has celebrated the opening of its new U.S. headquarters in Kentucky. The relocation of its corporate offices to Kentucky caps a $20 million construction project by Zeiss Vision Care at its existing facility in Hebron. Have you ever heard of Zeiss? I've I've heard Vision of Hebron very much. I've been there many times. Yeah, I've heard but, of Hebron, but I, I well, the Northern Kentucky project will create about seventy-five full-time uh, jobs. That area is just blowing up. Three nominees have been chosen for a Kentucky District Court vacancy down in Warren County. Sam, you did not make the final I know. three. I know. I was disappointed. The nominees are John Blakely Belisles, Dwight Monte Burton, and Kimberly Joe Gohagen, all of Bowling Green. So sorry, you missed out on that. I know. Yeah. I. Didn't get the soccer position. Didn't get this position. It's I don't know what what's left. Apologies to you, <laughs> uh, Chris Middleton's big finish has the NBA Finals all even. The Bucks came back and secured Game Four, so Bucks and Suns two two heading back to Pahonics, <laughs> right? That's kind of fun to say. You nailed it, Pahonics. Uh, Devin Booker had well, Devin Booker is now what the most points sco- scored by a player scored? in his first playoffs. Whew, that's a lot. Uh, 42 points. And they just wanted to keep him on the floor. He fouled out 10 times, didn't he? That's what I heard. I, I was reading yeah. this morning. I, I didn't watch the game. I'm not a huge NBA guy. Um, honestly forgot it was on. Woke up, checked Twitter, and was like, oh, wow. Apparently there was some controversy. 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 You for, <laughs> you're forgetting our British yes. our British audience, Sam. 
Uh, this headline caught my attention. A Taco Bell employee arrested for arson after the staff plays with fireworks in the Tennessee store. Nashville Fire Department investigators arrested a Taco Bell shift leader from leadership after employees allegedly set a fire that caused tens of thousands of dollars in damage while they were playing with fireworks inside the restaurant. On Monday, investigators charged 25-year-old Courtney Mays with felony aggravated arson. The fire was set on July 5th at the Taco Bell on Nolansville Pike. The store's management contacted five uh, fire investigators and reported surveillance footage that showed employees causing the fire on July 5th. So what, a week ago Monday, Mm -hmm. I guess it was? So many jokes you could make when it comes to... I have known Taco Bell to launch fireworks before. What's happening? Not Not usually that kind. Not not that kind of fireworks (laughs) that Taco Bell is normally launching. Absolutely. we got to get to a break. We'll come back. Got more on the way. Hang around. You're on In the Know. They all started looking real suspicious at him, and he jumped up and said, Now, just wait a minute, Jim. You know he's lying. I've been living here all of my life. I'm a faithful follower of Brother John Birch, and I belong to the Antioch Baptist Church, and I ain't even got a garage. You can call home and ask my wife. Then he started saying something about the way I was dressed, but I didn't wait around. Today is Be a Dork Day. No problem. Isn't that every day here? Check. (laughs) I'm doing it at a very high level. (laughs) Gummy Worms Day today. You know, gummy worms haven't existed in my entire life. I remember when uh, gummy worms became available. But you got to love, you know, chocolate pudding, the Oreo crumbles and the gummy worms make, Mm -hmm. you know, dirt pie. Hey, what were those sweet tart ropes that Taylor had when we were on, Nerds on ropes? traveling last week? Um, I think you, I mean, you nailed it. Sweet, sweet tart, tart ropes. ropes. Yeah. Oh, they're so good. We had, ner- I remember Nerds ropes. That was yeah. the same thing, but wrapped in Nerds. Yeah, this is, I don't know, these I don't know better. where she found these. This was, re- this was really good. We were even ordering out for them. They were so good. <laughs> I think she regretted sharing them because everyone liked them, and so they all wanted in on the fun. And it is tapioca day today, as I told you a couple weeks ago. I, I, I associate tapioca with something negative because Ralphie made a negative remark about it in A Christmas Story. So I decided if Ralphie was against it, then so am I. <laughs> so I don't know what tapioca is. but uh, Here's the weekend funny tweets. I know you've set your alarm waiting for them to arrive. Every Thursday. And yeah. they're finally, finally here. This week's tweets. Funny tweets of the week about married life. Uh, Brimmer Joke says, when my wife says I can do something at my earliest convenience, she means hers. (laughs) Emma Beasley says, my husband has picked up enough Spanish to be wrong in two languages. (laughs) Bilingual. Hablo Espanol. Lady Laya says, my husband is lecturing me on cybersecurity, which is hilarious Coming from someone who has I'm Slim Shady one two three four as his password. <laughs> yeah, you need to you need to sophisticate that up. I'm Slim Shady. Yes, the real Slim Shady. Yes, the you need to at least repeat mm-hmm. that a couple of times. Throw in a uh, exclamation point in there. That's or what something. I was going to say. That's right. Yeah. Ned Hartley said eighty percent of being married is telling your spouse which other TV show you've seen this actor in. I don't know that it's 80%, but it is a large percentage of marriage, isn't it? 
It really is. So we see something and we say, oh, what was... What was that? Yeah, what what, what, they, what were they in? And, da, and da, 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 da. one of us is immediately IMDBing it. Oftentimes, yeah. we're both on IMDB <laughs> at the same time, <laughs> racing see to see first. who can get there first. <laughs> it's or true. I might learn something else on the way to finding the answer than you, and then we compare notes and say, yeah. oh, but mm-hmm. did you realize? And so... Put your minds That's together fun. like I think, that. I think 80% is an overestimation, but it's certainly uh, significant. That mom, though, says, my husband keeps telling me I have too many clothes like a man who doesn't want to be a husband anymore. (laughs) Yeah, you want to be careful about that. Pick your battles. And a few from parents uh, at Nicholas G says, welcome to parenthood. You just stepped in a puddle inside your house. You never quite know what that might be. That could be melted popsicle. It could be I didn't make it in time. It could be there's leakage somewhere. You just never quite know. Juice box. That's right. Real life mommy says, my toddler is asking all her friends if they like cake. If they say yes, she takes them off her birthday party invite list because she doesn't want to share her cake. I'm torn between extreme pride and... And anger that I never thought of this myself. <laughs> I'm sorry. That's genius. That fantastic. <laughs> and at Usa Medusa says, you know you're a child of the 80s when you can't recall your kid's phone number without searching your contacts, but you'll never forget 867-5309. Heck no. Jenny was everybody's right? favorite. Jenny, Jenny, who can I run to? I mean, everybody knows eight six seven five three zero nine. And how fun would it be to like go through all the area codes and then do the number and mm-hmm. see who answers? Just looking for Jenny, right? Jenny, hello, can Jenny. You, I just imagine having that number. Oh. <laughs> I would I be changing be that. You know, in a lot of TV shows, they used to do the old five 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 one two one two, or they had your stock. Uh, phone numbers. I was talking, I was in a meeting a couple of days ago with uh, Ed Henson from Louisville and they used to own wave radio. And he said that there, they had a, someone else in their building whose phone number was one contest line was one number off from their contest line and they would get calls in the middle of the night. And so he said that he ran into his neighbor and he said, some guy, somebody called me at two 30 this morning asking if they won the stereo set. He said, I told them yes. (laughs) <laughs> like, yeah, that's what I, I – I've been known to do that, too. Like, Well, I know I think – is it uh, Judge Henderson's office that is 259-5000? Mm-hmm. It might be. And I think we occasionally will get someone – I know that I had a phone call. You know, We're close. Can I please speak to the judge? Yeah. It's like, well, I – Put him on. The <laughs> alliance. The alliance has it's a close 4, number. Four thousand. I think they're four thousand. I think the electric company actually. Yeah, that's close to one of our WMTL yeah. numbers. Is I think three one nine five or something close mm-hmm. to that. But anyway, I was shocked to learn this morning. We've always laughed about weird laws in Kentucky. You know, the old you can't carry an ice cream cone in your pocket in Kentucky for whatever reason. But New York Governor Andrew Cuomo, who can you say you know things quieted down a whole lot um there was a there was a period of time where i assume andrew cuomo wouldn't be around any longer but for whatever reason he's still governor and he signed legislation this week to get rid of an archaic law that banned barbers from working on sundays that's weird sam have you ever received a haircut on sunday i I have to have you do I, i probably i've never had a haircut on sunday probably at one of the growing up one of you know a 
one of the, you know, just the chain. Right. Yeah, one of the ones that you find. Uh, But if you think about it. I don't think you can get a haircut in this county on a Sunday. Probably not. Um, Cuomo announced Tuesday that the new law, which takes effect immediately, does away with a state law that made it a misdemeanor for a barber to cut hair or provide a shave to a customer on a Sunday. So multiple barbers working in New York said they had no idea that such a law was ever on the books. But if you, I mean, there are a lot of businesses that are closed on Sundays, but it just goes back to it was some law that just barbers couldn't work on Sundays. That's weird. I guess it kept the men folk from going hanging out at the barbershop. Yeah, I mean, I I think I've even in this county gone to try and get my hair cut on a Sunday and... Denied. Yep. Oreo will release new flavors. Coming up in the near future, apple cider and salted caramel brownie. Neither of those sound particularly good to me, so as a result, I'm kind of like, well. Just give me double stuff. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely probably more of an Oreo purist, although I did like those Olympic ones, the red, white, and blue ones. Mm -hmm. But that's really just the same flavor. Are they bringing them back this year? They're just colored. Yeah. yeah. Have you gotten them yet? No. Waiting for somebody to surprise me with them to go, hey, look what I found. Dennis Cook. <laughs> I, excuse me, Sarah yeah, Cook. Yeah, I was going to say, get the right cook. Like, don't look at Sarah me. Sarah Cook. It's not going to be Dennis. <laughs> uh, later this summer, the Fame brand will unveil yet another new limited edition cookie flavor, apple cider donut. Ugh. So we're at that time of year where we've got all kinds of that fall stuff mm-hmm. to look forward to because next thing you know, it's going to be August and... People are going to be clamoring for pumpkin sweater, spice sweater weather. Speaking of, pumpkin spice cookie dough is coming next month. Nestle Tollhouse has fall on their mind, hitting shelves next month. The limited edition flavor is making its return after a brief hiatus. The pumpkin spice cookie dough first arrived on the scene in 2014, and then it went away for a few years, and then it is back. 14-ounce packs, suggested retail two ninety nine. Just I give like me the chocolate regular. chip Toll House. Delicious. Absolutely. Yes. Delicious. Great grand great grandma Tolu Nestle Toulouse. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> <laughs> I got my friends tri- trivia when I have to have it. Yeah. Uh, I don't know friends like you do, but I can I can fake my way through it. Nestle Toulouse. The Olympic athletes opening ceremonies one week from tomorrow. And I have learned that one of the modifications is that the Olympic officials will not be... How many times have you seen at the Olympics? They take the medals at the medal ceremony and they drape them over the athlete's neck and they usually give them some type of uh, olive branch or you know some, some other, maybe a floral arrangement. Now they'll be presenting the medals to them on a tray and then the athlete will remove them off the tray you know, to, to cure the COVID. To keep you from the COVID, they're not going to – I guess they'll probably do like the, all the media are with their mic booms, with their microphones, mm-hmm. you know, like they're eight oh, feet God. away from them and then putting the microphones under people. They might put the tra- like, on the trays on these grabbers you like want you that used to job? pick up trash. No, you, I don't. You want that job to be able to – No, I'm looking forward to I, watching the Olympics, but I don't want to be anywhere near Tokyo. I think of the, the commercial. Oh, you almost got it. <laughs> you almost yeah, the got farmer. It. Yeah, yeah, I got it. Yeah. <laughs> And we, from time to time in our household, Miss Buckles, I think you'll confirm, we run into a, we have a member of the household that has a tendency 
to get a case of the hiccups. Oh, yes. We talked about this on the show when I was hosting a couple weeks ago. Really? Yes. Mm-hmm. Fair, fair to say we have one member of the family that is, is, is prone to catching Absolutely. the hiccups and having them yeah. for a long time. And they are not quiet, like super loud. You can hear them with 5,000 people around you at Disney. Brazil's president <laughs> has been admitted to the hospital with a strange bout of hiccups so far lasting more than 10 days. Oh. Have you ever? No, I think that's a record. 10 days is excessive. Yes. Oh, absolutely. Oh, yeah, yeah. After 10 minutes, I'm ready to like, punch a hole through a wall. Can you imagine what it would be like to have hiccups for 10 days? Well, have, have you gotten what we were talking about, the, the hiccup straw? Have you gotten one yet? We, I've not bought it. You've not bought no. it yet? We but talked about a straw that apparently if you yes. squirt water out of it, cures them. Yeah, and it's only like 15 bucks. they got a cure for everything so, now. That's yeah. remarkable. All Send right. one to this guy. we got to get to a break. He needs one without a doubt. <laughs> got to get to a break. Back with more here on In the Know. Did you know jumbo jets use more than 4,000 gallons of fuel at takeoff? I don't know how many gallons of fuel jumbo jets can carry, but 4,000 seems like a lot. For just the purpose. Now, that's the hardest part. Doesn't sound like great gas mileage. Getting, no, no. <laughs> but getting off the ground would be the do, hardest do part. Do they have a hybrid still, version? Yeah. When they, um, when they get into midair, <laughs> the engine shuts down. It just turns into a glider. Okay. Like at stoplights when your hybrid do that. You would think that. Well, I mean, it's not like once they get up there, they're above work. the clouds. So I don't know why it wouldn't work. I mean, yeah. But it, it doesn't take a lot. It takes a lot of fuel to take off. It doesn't take a lot of fuel to fly. It's not somebody pedaling underneath Clearly. or something like that? Uh, well, I thought that's what the people were doing down in steerage, but apparently not. Here's today's water cooler question. Your chance to win by calling 270-259-6000. 270-259-6000. We'll give you your pick of prizes again today. Uh, you can choose between Holiday World, Beach Bend, or Kentucky Kingdom. Call 270-259-6000. 25% of people admit they have stayed in a relationship because they liked this about their partner. One in four people admit they have stayed in a relationship because they liked this about their partner. 270-259-6000. You see what I just did over here? What I launched? Oh, uh-oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> it's going down now. I feel like I got some good answers over here. You said one in four? One in like four. The odd man 25%. I don't know what's happening over there. It's the delay. Oh. That does make sense. <laughs> might, might need it. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Line number three up there. You never know. Goodness. 25% of people admit they have stayed in a relationship because they liked this about their partner. Uh, We did find some photographic evidence of Christy Buckles' lengthy and very successful soccer coaching career. Look at my hair. Like, how awesome. Yep. Looking, and that's Anna, looking, looking right? good. 
with the yellow bow. But right there in the middle of the photograph, yep. though, you can take credit for launching Cougar standout Miles Hornbeck soccer career. Would that be fair to say, Sam? Oh, yeah, 100%. He, he, he went on to be a Cougar soccer standout. Oh, yeah. Because of the instruction that I'm, he got I'm in the Clarkson sure that, Rec that Coach League. Fook knows this. Well, I think it's more of the popsicles. But. Probably. <laughs> Co- Coach Fukuhara thinks it was probably him when really it was Beach <laughs> who uh, gave him all the instruction. I that, did love all those kids. Uh, Sam, pick a number between one and six. Two. All right, Lynn gets the first shot. Good morning, Lynn. How are you? I'm fine, thank you. 25% of people admit they have stayed in a relationship because they liked this about their partner. Their husband's family. Their husband's family is a great answer. It, unfortunately, <laughs> is not I, the one we're looking at. That's the one I at. thought keep, I got. Keep trying. Let's go to Chelsea. Good morning, Chelsea. What's your guess? Um, good morning. And their dog? Their dog is correct. Ah. Their dog Really? Should have gotten yep. that. One in four people admit Not they have stayed true. in a relationship because they liked this about their partner. Chelsea knew it was their dog. Congratulations, Chelsea. Just out of curiosity, which uh, which theme park are you going to pick tickets to? Um, Beach Bend. Beach Bend it is. All right. Hold on. Princess Tiana is going to get some information from you. I figured somebody was going to say wallet. Mm, yeah, <laughs> no. Well, my only answer Probably more like three and four. So... Your only answer was what? Looks. Looks. But that yeah. could have been broad. It could have been like a beard or. That's that's mm-hmm. true. You know. <laughs> I put friends. Doesn't a dog go into that? Man's best friend. Mm-hmm. Without a without a doubt, that certainly could be a, a possibility. Uh, I read an interesting story today. I have been rewatching The Sopranos, and I've gotten bogged down in season six. I haven't watched it in a couple of weeks, but I've still got. Did you, did you not follow along when KSR was doing it and they made it three episodes? No, I did not. <laughs> um, and. The first time Sopranos came out, I didn't join on episode one, so I don't know that I had actually seen the whole thing, and binging wasn't a thing when it came out. So uh, I've, I've kind of been had an opportunity to go back and watch it in serial format and pick up some of the nuance that maybe I missed, but in a recent podcast that involves Michael Imperioli, who played Christopher Moltisanti, they went back to talk about there was a period when Steve Carell was leaving the office that James Spader showed up as Robert California to play the lead. They wanted James Gandolfini to come in and play on the office, and HBO gave him $3 million not to. Wow. Which, if James Gandolfini had lived, he obviously would have gone on to do things that were not Tony Soprano, but the way that his career was framed, he is and forever mm-hmm. is only well, it, Tony it, Soprano. It's like Daniel Radcliffe. Yes. Harry Potter. Yeah, he's trying to be on that TBS uh-huh. show about no, an Old so West weird. show, and it looks like, yeah. what's Harry Potter doing yes. in the Old West? Yeah. Well, and I know that like progressive flow, Yeah, they pay her, so she only does that. So she only does that. So yeah. Because when you see her, that's what you think It of. was a great move on HBO's part, and it was a brilliant $3 million expenditure to say, we'll pay you not to work just so you're known as can, this role. Can I sign up for something like right? that? Right? Uh, like, who doesn't want to get paid well, yeah, not I'm, to work? I'm, I'm still waiting for that. And Vanilla Ice thinks the 90s were the greatest decade ever before computers ruined the world. If there's anyone who knows about history and culture, oh, it is clearly <laughs> Vanilla Ice. Ice, ice. Without a doubt. At The View, Jerry O'Connell officially joins as a permanent co-host. So Sharon Osborne out. 
Jerry O'Connell is in. He strikes me, he's been a co-host, guest co-host like 25 times, but he almost strikes me as being just a little bit too nice. I don't, I don't know. He, he, he's, he's okay. Uh, and Britney Spears wins a victory. She gets to pick her own attorney. So the free Britney campaign may be uh, getting legs and I kind of feel bad for her to tell you the truth. I do. I do. Yeah, I just want to be her, be her, be successful, be happy, be healthy, etc. So got to get to a break. We'll come back, wrap it up for the morning here on In the Know. MB's point to ponder for today. Remember when you were a kid, you thought most adults were smart and could be trusted. And now as an adult, you realize most of them are just full of crap. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 100%. I mean, when I was a kid, I was like every adult, I thought, well, they they know more than I do. Mm-hmm. They, they, they know all the answers. And, you know. Well, and it's also sad as a parent, like. When your children reach the age that you don't have the answers and you're like, oh, they used to look at me like I was the smartest mm-hmm. person in the world. <laughs> and now I have to Google it. Well, that's all right. Just say, hey, look over there while I Google this. <laughs> on television tonight on CW, the season four premiere of The Outpost. Never heard of it. Nope. Season two premiere on MTV of Families of the Mafia. Okay. Well, I guess there's a. I mean, mafia, mob, but it's on, that the but it's on MTV. So I, mm, I'm, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm out. Yeah. MTV and I broke up somewhere around 1992. <laughs> and on the discovery, you weren't a Jersey Shore. No, no, no you weren't a fan of Jersey absolutely. Shore. Absolutely. Uh-uh. Are you serious? <laughs> Have you met him? No. Uh-uh. Oh, I thought you, you know that's great television. <laughs> no, I get I get as much Jersey Shore as I want when we go to Disney World <laughs> for a week and run into people from New Jersey. I had a former coworker that was a big fan. <clears throat> he was in his 70s. Loved Jersey Shore. Wow. On the Discovery Channel, the Mega Jaws of Bird Island. Uh, also, we're going to find out if uh, Frenchy, Frenchie's head of household <sighs> ba- backfired. It did backfire, didn't it? We know I, that. Uh, yes. I feel confident in that. Who, who's, I cannot stand him. Who's leaving? Because oh. you know, he's from Tennessee. Who is the, he's a Tennessee farmer, Frenchie the farmer from Tennessee. He, he, he has played too hard. Yes. Would that you be fair to say? You do not come yeah. in first week of HOH and play that hard. You don't do it. So. You're uh, like talking to a wall right now to me. That's okay. We're I, got, really just, I got nothing. We would be having this conversation if you weren't here, Sam. So don't, I got don't worry absolutely about nothing. Uh, <laughs> I know nothing, nothing about Big Brother. So it's Alyssa or Kalen. Is that right? Yeah. Is that who's – you have a prediction? Well, I know what I want. Yeah. But I'm not sure I'm going to get what I want. Now, can you – is this something like American Idol where you – the viewer votes? Not no. yet. No? Oh, Eventually, not yet. Ooh, they, is that something part. that you do Sometimes vote? Sometimes oh. you can oh. help with the process. So you're voting for yet. Frenchie? Look, there's veto power. Oh, no, no, Frenchie's not on the block. No. Okay. Kaylin and Alyssa are on the block okay. right now. So let's got to keep it contained. I went to high school so, with a Kaylin. I let you wiggle out of your prediction. Is it Kaylin or Alyssa that's leaving? Well, so I want Alyssa. I, I didn't ask what you want. Who's going home? Who's going home? Who's leaving the house? 
Okay, we can't sit here um, all day. I'm going to go with what I want, and it's going to be Alyssa. Okay. In but it's fine. Today's highlight in history, this day in 1834, the Spanish Inquisition was abolished more than three and a half centuries after its creation. That was a long Inquisition. In 1870, Georgia became the last Confederate state to be readmitted to the Union. In 1916, Boeing, originally known as Pacific Aero Products Company, was founded in Seattle. We thank you for that. Birthdays today. Oh, five years ago today, Donald Trump chose Mike Pence as his running mate. Hmm. I don't think they're on... Uh, they drew short straws and Mike Pence lost. <laughs> I don't think they're exchanging Christmas cards anymore. Linda Ronstadt is 75. Yeah, they probably patched it up by now. <laughs> Ariana Huffington is 71 today. Mac McAnally is 64. Forrest Whitaker is 60 today. Forrest Whitaker has been in so many good things. I, yeah, I like him a lot. Uh, but one of the things he was in originally that really... Uh, captured me was good morning vietnam he was adrian cronauer's running buddy you know he drove him around and he showed him around uh vietnam so that was that was good it was an early role for him brigitte nelson is 58 today jason bonham is 55 brian austin brian austin green is 48 and ian armitage young sheldon is 13 today <laughs> wow so um interestingly enough there have been some Easter eggs in Young Sheldon that resolve things that we didn't learn in Big Bang Theory. Absolutely. There's a there's a big one that I don't want to spoil because there's maybe some people that, that haven't watched it. But here's one that I will spoil. On last night's episode, uh, on an episode last night of Big Bang Theory that I saw in syndication, when... Sheldon makes a reference to Bernadette's dad mm -hmm. that his dad died at 14. So we're closing in on an age on young Sheldon where young Sheldon is getting to an age where supposedly his dad is going to die. And I'm wondering if that will keep if they will keep that consistent with the storyline because it was baked into the Big Bang Theory. Mm -hmm. I'm sure so. they will. Well, yeah. I did learn a few weeks ago on KSR that the actress who plays, is it Sheldon's mom or grandma, is from Franklin. Oh, uh, Annie Potts? Yes. Yeah. Annie yes, Potts is a wonderful yes. actress. I love her. And I, I didn't know that she was had a Kentucky connection. Sam, have you ever seen Designing Women? Oh, my goodness. No. <laughs> Sam has never seen Designing Women? I'm going to have to. You don't know Dixie Carter and Delta oh, Burke? No. Oh. You need to talk to your mother. <laughs> <laughs> your mom surely knows Designing Women. There's a pop culture references. That's not my not my strength. I'll tell you the obscure sports fact. But. Uh, let's go to chart toppers for today. Try to come up with a try to come up with a history lesson for you from 1959. I'm a fan. Yeah, me too. No miss the words. I was going to say, who doesn't know that part of history, oh, yeah. thanks to Johnny Horton? I, I certainly do. Let's go ahead. Uh, let's jump ahead by about nine years like to 1968. Maybe, 
very educational chart toppers today. Mm-hmm. First was a history lesson, now a spelling test. <laughs> Bring it, Tammy. Learn something every day. <laughs> What's your son's name, Tammy? Okay, got it. <laughs> Me and little Joe. <laughs> 1977, Alan O'Day. Is there a in this one, too? And I'm sure there is. Taking notes. This, is, this may be health class. <laughs> that one quarter, that one quarter that nobody wanted to go to health class. Because they're thinking of this right here. <laughs> That's exactly right. That paved the way for Janet Jackson. Miss <laughs> Jackson, if you're nasty, and so many of you are, was number one in '86. And uh, then we have a song about business math. Okay. If you remember uh, oh, 1995. Kentucky Connection. Yep. Fellow Kentuckian, John Michael Montgomery. Jessamine County or something like that, I think. Yeah, Is that I think right? that's right. I think he's, yeah. Hoobastank, The Reason, was number one in 2004. And then in 2013, Robin Thicke and Pharrell Williams. Oh, T.I. was in there, too. was with Blurred Lines. Back to high school here. You you were in high school when this song was number one? It's comforting. See, 2013. Well, I guess it would be the summer uh, before my junior year. All right, thanks for passing that along, Sam. <laughs> you make me so glad, glad you stopped by. Uh, MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. If you want happiness for an hour, take a nap. If you want happiness for a day, go fishing. If you want happiness for a year, inherit a fortune. If you want happiness for a lifetime, help someone. MB's Pearl of Wisdom for today. Look forward to seeing you back here tomorrow for another edition of our show. For Sam Gormley, for Beej, I'm MB, and now you're in the know.